Welcome everyone. We're about to begin Be'ezes Hashem, feedback and insight, share number 107. Um, we're talking now about an important point, that when you're caught up with day-to-day struggles in marriage or in life, you forget the big picture of the context in which these struggles are taking place. And the truth is, is that it's only through the context of looking at the bigger picture that you could understand these struggles. Just like Tyra can be understood in many levels. There's a pshat, the basic meaning, going deeper and deeper into drush, uh, soid, remez, and then finally soid, the secrets of Tyra, to see that same thing applies to when you're looking at the marriage or your life. There's the pshat, the, the surface level of life, and then you go deeper and deeper until you hit the side of what it really is all about. And in marriage, that means you regularly step outside of yourself. You look at your husband, your wife, and yourself, and your family from a distance, and you see things clearer. And when you do that, you begin to feel that love and appreciation that may have been lost in the demands of daily life, and now you're seeing it, seeing it in the healthy perspective with a healthy akarasatayv and appreciation. Some things that may seem such a major problem with your spouse, when you step back, you realize it's really not a problem at all, or very, very insignificant. Sometimes there's small things that were easy to overlook, some type of goodness that's within your husband and wife, and you don't see it. And when you look back, when you take a step back and look at the bigger picture, you see those tremendous milas. Brings in a story here of one woman who expressed enormous, being enormously upset at her husband because of many of his behaviors that she didn't like. Uh, but when asked to take, take, take a step back and view him and herself in the marriage from a distance, immediately he felt her love for him. Another woman complained about her husband all the time, but then when asked how she would feel if he got up, fed up and just left, instantly accessed all the things she appreciated about him and how she wouldn't want to lose him. Both women opened their lens wider and gave themselves a chance to see their husbands against a different backdrop than the one that they saw in their daily view of him. And of course, husbands could do that for their wives as well. Sometimes they could have a day that, that feels very challenging with their wife. They take a step back, and as soon as they're able to do that, they see all her good points and have tremendous compassion for her and tremendous love for her. So it's very important to understand that. When you step back and you look at the bigger picture, you see the effect, your effect that you have on your husband and wife based on your behaviors more clearly and you appreciate the impact you're having on them and what you're experiencing, and you realize you, what HaKadosh Baruch's plan is for both of you, you start seeing that a little more clearly, and you realize that everything Hashem does is for your benefit, and you see it in revealed ways, many ways. A lot of things that in daily grind of life that you don't appreciate, when you take a step back, you begin to appreciate more. So that's a very, very important skill to have, is to sometimes take a step back from the day-to-day grind of life and look at the overall picture, and you'll see clearly the tremendous good qualities that your husband and wife does have that is sometimes lost in the shuffle when you're dealing with the day-to-day life. Another thing that's important to know is that very often in marriage, you'll feel out of sorts or disconnected or almost like strangers. And the key is not to worry. The key is not to worry because 
it's hard to understand what's going on. You just feel that distance. You may assume the wrong wrongly that has something to do with your husband or your wife. Very often, what's bothering you or the distance you're feeling is not related to anything your husband or wife did. We and then, but but because we feel the distance, we're assuming there's something wrong with our spouse. There's something wrong with our wife, our husband. If we feel distant from them, in reality, there may be something off with us right now. How you're feeling physically? How tired are you? How worn out are you? Are you generally pessimistic? Are you more pessimistic than than normal now? And why? You have this so many times where, for example, a husband goes through a tremendous amount of work stress, but he doesn't hop that that's what's bothering him so much. And then he gets upset at his spouse and he shifts that error of his work stress and assuming it's his spouse because something happened that she may have said something that got him upset, but and then he blows it up and he blames his wife. And in reality, it could be she wasn't, you know, act responding in the best possible way, but the true reality is is that the, the, the distance or the stress is not really his wife, but it's his work stress. It's within him. And sometimes it's your own inner world that creates the difference, the, 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 the distance between the two of you. And it's not anything that your wife or your husband did. So that's also an important thing to understand and to learn how to navigate. And instead, when you feel distant, is not to be scared, not to be afraid. Realize it's temporary. And to relax and trust that it's for the best. And what usually happens is that the, that the distance creates a subsequent closeness. A subsequent closeness that would be is much stronger and deeper because of that previous distance. Sometimes distance simply means not that they don't love each other, they can't connect, but they need a little space. And that's okay. You know your wife is nearby, your husband's nearby. And if you need them, just call them or they say, I'll be there for you. And when you need your space, it's fine. And you just be gentle and you, no matter how distant you feel, you are kind. You prepare the most favorite food for him. And um, he gives a, a gift to her, whatever the gift is. And you act in a caring way, whether you feel that distance or you don't feel that distance. And this is a tremendous, endless opportunity to be a Rahaman, to get to a level of mercy and tenderness that brings a Ruach of Rahamim from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and a sense of closeness to Hashem. And again, in these scenarios, when there is a feeling of distance, you keep on giving and receiving both to each other, and that feeling ultimately will pass, and the closeness will be felt again. And another aspect which is extremely important is the power of acceptance. One of the most powerful and difficult aspects of marriage is accepting your husband or wife as he or she actually is rather than endlessly trying to look for him or her to be what you wish. But you see, it is a strange thing and it's hard to understand why it works. But when you fully accept your spouse as he or she is, then a new dimension opens up and they themselves begin to change for the positive. Now, to accept someone is not always easy. You need to have ongoing inner work 
And it has to be real. It's not just, you can't fake these things. You have to truly feel that acceptance. To affirm that you value them. Even if you, there's a disagreement right now. You acknowledge your differences, but you make space for those differences without creating a real separation. And it's fascinating. People deeply want to be accepted as they are, to be loved and cared for just as they are. And not only if they are somewhat different or better. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to agree with everything. doesn't mean you need to approve of everything. And that's a hard thing for people to understand. They, uh, they don't quite get it. How could I accept somebody else when I realize they have flaws that they have to work on? And the idea really is, is that when you're accepting somebody, all it means is, is you're making room for all the dimensions of that person, whether it's the most unbelievable aspects of them, or those flaws, those aspects that need work. And your love and care and your embracing of your husband or wife isn't dependent on them doing anything in particular because they're a creation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's why. And to love and accept your spouse with all the things that may make you crazy, drive you crazy about them, is the biggest matana that you could ever give them because you're emulating HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The love and acceptance that Hashem wants to have for us, that has for us, we struggle with our own flaws. And nevertheless, Hashem says, I love you nevertheless. Doesn't mean there's no consequences. Doesn't mean you, you're not mechoyev to try to work on yourself. But the bottom line is, is He loves you regardless. You see so many maizim of tzaddikim, whether it's Rabbi Arya Levin, Zecher Tzaddik Levracha, whether it's this star Rabbi Trenk, beautiful, beautiful stories of miraculous changes that a person was able to make in his or her life that was precipitated by the experience in which they were felt fully accepted, fully accepted by, by, by Rabbi Trank, Rabbi Ari Levine, or whoever it was, and they feel Hashem's love for them through that, and they're empowered by that feeling of love and acceptance, and they could do things that previously seemed that they weren't able to do because you have faith in them, because you accept them, because you love them. That's how powerful acceptance is. Hashem basically told each and every one of us to act on His behalf, give us the ability to cultivate acceptance for our husbands and wives, for the entirety of what, who they are. Their, their, their biggest milus to their most difficult flaws. And the key really is is to understand this, that it's mamish kamayim ponim al ponim. Hashem wants to see the good in you. Hashem doesn't want to be judgmental of you. So if you're not judgmental of your spouse, he won't be judgmental of you. Pam used to talk about this uh, before Yom and Iran. You know, when you mavram midaisav, mavir vakal pshav, which is a healthy thing, a healthy step. What's needed also is to let go of unhealthy judgment. Judgment comes from assuming that your way of seeing things is the only way of seeing things. It's assuming that your perception of reality is the only perception of reality. It also assumes that you know more than you actually do. And um, 
it's 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 it could be light years from reality what you're assuming when you make these judgments and we usually we're clouded we don't have a clue and we always have a negative interpretation so it's very very important not to assume things about them and to remove the judgmentalism as much as possible from a marriage and to accept your spouse as they truly are so again, just to go quickly back to the various things we talked about, number one is the skill to step back when you have a day-to-day struggle, but you step back and you see the whole picture. You may be day, day by day have some type of tensions, but you look at the total picture and you see Baruch Hashem, how beautiful it really truly is. We have that so much with it. This is how Akar Satayv works in general when you want to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You know, let's say you had a very, very hard day at work. Or you're struggling right now financially somewhat, whatever the case may be. But you'll look back and you see how month to month to month Hashem took care of you and paid your mortgage, paid your rent. And Akar Satayv flows. And Akar Satayv is there. We need to develop that Akar Satayv. We need to understand that looking back Looking from a distance, we will see so many, so much good that will go beyond those pettiness and the, the annoyances that we have during the course of the day. We also need to learn not to be afraid when we feel disconnected, that it's very normal, one of the most normal things in life, and a normal thing in marriage, and not to be afraid of it, and to acknowledge that distance. And the key really is, is to make the kind gestures and smile, and be loving, even if you feel somewhat an emotional distance. That emotional distance, ultimately, when you work through that period, creates a subsequent closeness that is extremely deep. And then the main point, one of the main points of this year, and overall in Shalom Bayes, is it's built on a acceptance of your wife or husband, the way she is, with their mindless, with their chesreinos, and that is so, so key. And the more you do that, the more they'll change. It's a paradox, but that's really the way it is. You accept them fully, no matter what, and ultimately, they'll change. But this is really the key of chinuch. It's a key in marriage. It's a key when you're having a difficult child. There's certain akuda in them that's pure, that's wonderful, and we need to always be able to tap into it and give, a, give your spouse the benefit of the doubt. When you had a rough day and there was some un, you know, hurtful communication between the two of you, to take a step back, which is part of this, and to recognize I married a good person who happens to be upset now, but it's a beautiful life. And we'll appreciate HaKadosh Baruch Hu for it. We should see it more and more and more in a revealed way to be able to become the best husbands and wives that we could possibly be. Brachanat Slachat.